Welcome to a special episode of Splain Yourself, the podcast where anyone can attempt to explain anything. We do have a new episode arriving Monday, February 15th, but that's like a whole week away and we didn't want to leave you hanging that long. So today's episode is a throwback. It's a conversation Michael and I recorded a couple years ago about the NFL. We hope you enjoy it and we hope to see you on social media. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Splain underscore yourself. Today's episode of Explain Yourself is brought to you by Sperry's. Sperry's is seafaring clothing, shoes, and accessories for your adventurous lifestyle. Put some pep in your step at Sperry.com. Explain yourself, everybody. I am Sarah Diddy Bread Davis, and I am also the princess of podcasting. And I am Michael. The universe is hard to fathom when it's in a region as small as an atom. Also, I have a doll face. <laughs> you do have a doll face. I, I do. I'm really Listeners, handsome. I wish you could see Michael Blum's doll face. That's right. Um, all right, so we're back for round two of um, something we started yesterday. I'm not sure when all this is airing. So um, today we're just going to pick up where we left off. We had mentioned um, that one of my overrated things, in my opinion, is the NFL. And we decided to table it because um, we had already hit half an hour and uh, we didn't want to, you know, bore anybody or, you know, make it hard for you to uh, finish the episode without having to, I don't know, get your... Pause 16 Yeah, exactly. Get your screaming kids or your dinner out of the oven or whatever it is you're doing. So here we are just to talk about the NFL, because I feel like we could probably take up a a good 20, 30 minutes with this discussion. So I think the NFL is overrated, and I might even be willing to to zoom out from that and say that American football itself Uh is overrated. Now, this is a very controversial opinion. (laughs) Yeah. When Diddy Bread first dropped this on me, his take was so hot, it actually singed my eyebrows. (laughs) Um, I think... (laughs) Realistically, what we're going against here is that, to me, as a non-Southerner, football is one of the staples of the South, Mm, along mm -hmm. with Christianity. And so to challenge it is like a spit in the face of all that is cultural down here. That's right. So after my eyebrows unsinged and I threw water on my face, I figured like we had to get to this. I agree that the NFL is vastly overrated. I do still uh, will enjoy football. I'm just going to focus my efforts more on college football. There you go. So college football, a whole other Yes, can of worms. Yeah, I have plenty of friends who only watch college football. I've got some friends, fewer to be sure, who only watch NFL. There are varying reasons to be a fan of football, and I think for a lot of us, this is me, and this is this is definitely that Southern thing you were talking mm-hmm. about. It had to do with your um, school spirit, right? Right. So, you go to Carolina or Clemson or Alabama or Auburn or, you know, right. one of these, these uh, I guess it could be argued that Carolina is not a, not a super huge football school right now. <laughs> However, that's where I went. And we were not great then. We're not great now. But everybody was really into it. And you were um, good in between, though. We were good in between. Yes. That's exactly right. right. Um, we've, had our, we've had our moments. But regardless of which team you're talking about, yeah, people get really into it. Even mm-hmm. people who don't attend those universities, if you live in that area, you're yes. super into it, the right? The phrase I like is civic religion. <laughs> there you go. essentially what it is here. That's a South. great term yes. for, for that phenomenon. But 
I do want to talk about the NFL specifically. All right. Uh, because, you know, for all the arguments you can make about how the sport has come into, you know, the spotlight a little bit for things like, you know, concussions and CTE, I think there are other things that make the NFL a little more scrutinizable these days. So <laughs> I literally Googled why the NFL sucks and uh, found this article by Bill Simmons, who I am a fan of. Um, I like The Ringer. I like all the podcasts they do. I like... You um, like his New England snark? I like his New England snark. I really do. And I like his writing. I think sports writing is one of the most... I don't know. It's a conundrum to me most of the time. Sports writers... I find it really hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it, really good it absolutely, exceptionally poor. I think you're absolutely right. And um, his writing is, to me, some of, some of the best um, sports writing. But... So he's got these 15 re- I don't have to read all these. In fact, I don't want to read all these. But he's got this list of reasons. And this is he actually wrote this last summer, like around this time last year. It was overrated then too. Exactly. So so people have been talking about the NFL sucking for at least a year now. Kind of kicked off with Kaepernick and uh, the backlash. And I didn't even realize until I started reading this that like after Kaepernick the owners of all the teams kind of ganged up and like decided we're not going to have him on any of our teams, mm-hmm. right? So yes. yeah, I didn't realize that mm-hmm. that, that, that they, it was that big, big of they a blackballed him, right? Yeah. Exactly. I know that he didn't end up on a team, but I didn't really understand the because I don't follow the NFL. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why that was. So, so he number one reason that Bill Simmons lists for the NFL sucking is that Roger Goodell absolutely sucks at his job and makes everything about football worse. Can you give us any insights about... Uh, so I also had a complaint about Roger Goodell. Yeah. I find Roger Goodell to be inconsistent is right. my main problem with him. Uh, sometimes things are cool except when they're not cool. And he just seems to be like a real jellyfish of a commissioner. <laughs> he, under his regime... He took away end zone celebrations. Yeah. Which I literally couldn't figure out why anybody would take away end zone celebrations. Right. And they were gone for like eight years. Yeah. And then they just came back this year. Yeah. So did he decide that? He's like, I'm I mean, okay it's with un- them now. Under his right. purview there. Interesting. Like, what is? what are we harming with the end zone celebrations? Like, one time this guy named Joe Horn played for the Saints, and uh, Joe Horn was very clever. Yeah. So he, he knew he was going to score a touchdown. Yeah. So he took the cell phone. Put it underneath the stanchion, which is the pad if you run to the goalpost that okay. lessens it. Yeah. He caught the touchdown, ran over, picked up the phone that he placed ahead of time, and called his kid on national television. Oh, my God. All I was doing was rolling my, rolling my eyes and laughing real hard, And but we can't have that. I did not know that. And Terrell Owens also famously put a Sharpie in his sock, caught a touchdown pass, signed the ball, and gave it to the to the uh, fan, first fan he could reach. There you go. What is the problem here? Right. Who is hurt by this? Right. I get if you don't want gang sign and pelvic thrust, but I can't imagine using a cell phone or signing a ball to give to a fan is really like a colossal problem. Sure, sure. So it was, it wasn't, it was, and now it isn't? Right. Is or isn't? Yeah. Who knows? Right. And I think Bill Simmons would probably have much, many more complaints about Big Raj. I thought he really butchered handling of Ray Rice. Did you see that? You're familiar with this one? No. Ray Rice played uh, running back for the Ravens. He went to Rutgers. Okay. And Ray Rice is not very tall, but he he was really like a was like a cannonball of a man. The what surfaced was a video of him in a casino, and he hit his wife. Oh like, yeah, I did hear about that. He knocked like MMA punched her. Right. Not, not like a slap, but like yeah. You know, I've been lifting weights for the past 25 years. I'm a professional athlete. Right. 
and then dragged her out. And then right. they spent him for two games, and then when the videotape went out, it was four games. Ugh. Yeah, that's that doesn't seem right. What where's the consistency? Here, right, right, right. Like, is there if the policy is two games for domestic violence conviction? Fine, you can't then extend it right. four games. Right, because because the there's video evidence. Went, right, right, yeah. right. So right. it's a lot of that kind of stuff. Interesting. And he, I think earlier in this article, he talks about that exact incident, but it's not one of his fifteen things. I think he kind of embeds those throughout. But yeah, so so Goodell being his number one complaint, I think, is pretty significant. Adam Silver rules. Who's that? Adam Silver is the commissioner of the NBA, and that dude rules. Oh, that weird-looking guy. Yeah, he looks like an ant, he but does. he does a really good job. He does. He's very forward-thinking. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. So Bill Simmons goes on to say the preseason is a dangerous, insane waste of time. It only injures players and steals money from season ticket holders. Uh, let's see. He talks about <laughs> He says, he argues Tom Brady's better than Peyton Manning, but I'm not sure that's a reason to say the NFL sucks. Um, let's see. We don't need all these TV timeouts. Uh, that, was, that was good. That was one of mine. Yeah, yeah. Too many penalties and play stoppages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play stoppages also occur. Like, there are half the teams in the league that have trouble completing a forward pass. They'll have a quarterback who will complete 8 to 12 a game. Right. And then every time they throw one but don't complete it, the play stops. Yeah. So it's it's incredibly herky-jerky. It'd be right. like if you paused a movie every seven seconds. Which, yeah, I can't which do Which you would never no. do. Be- because you won't even get a feel for the movie at all. Right. So, There's no continuity yeah. to the game. Right. You can't really get excited. That totally makes sense. Right. And then um, if you have one of the teams who can't complete a forward pass, it's like unwatchable. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah, and that yeah, that is one of my complaints about football. Even when I've we, even when I've decided, you know what, I'll just watch this. I won't care so much about the fact that these guys are permanently injuring themselves or that the NFL has stupid patriotism rules. Um, yeah, let's, I'll just watch this game. But yeah, at some at some point, it's just like this is very herky jerky, and I can't get a feel for you know like really what's going on. Right, here. and isn't it weird that you're a professional football team and you can't complete a forward pass? <laughs> yeah. That'd right. be like, I'm a basketball player. I just dribble the ball off my foot all the time. Right, like, right. You're a professional, man. Exactly. Like, hit the floor with the That's ball. That's a really good point. And the one I'm most interested from you is CTE. Sarah yeah. has very strong feelings well, about CTE. I do. So what is, what is your beef here? So, well, it should be everybody's beef that we have research coming out saying that any hit, not just a direct hit to the head, um, but any hit right could cause enough of a jarring to where you are at risk for CTE so even when concussions are not diagnosed even right. when nobody has said hey concussion we're going to do concussion protocol right. you could be out there um, running plays and the the stuff that's happening to you is putting you at risk for CTE right. and i i don't feel like that's being focused on enough and of course the NFL it's not in their best interest to focus on right. that right yeah. so yeah, at some point it's like, when do we stop pretending like this is okay, right? When do we stop cheering on our team, even though we know that these guys that we're so proud of are going to, like, at some point in their lives become completely different people and, uh, you know, put their family through a lot of pain and suffering because of their disease that was basically caused by their profession. So, so it's sort of like we're cheering for their long-term injury. Right. It's a little weird to think about the fact that, you know, if you zoom out and say like 10 years, 15 years, 20 years down the road, these players are going to be um, in bad shape based on the thing that we were very excited about them doing, you know. 
But I get I get all the arguments against this. I get that, you know, like this is a job. They make this choice. I, my counter argument to that they make this choice to do this job mm-hmm. is kind of twofold. One is that they don't have all the information when they make this choice, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of this stuff is new and the NFL is probably doing their darndest to keep it out of the conversation. Right. They lost a really large lawsuit <laughs> they did. based on they this, did. like right. hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. Yeah. So I would not call this an informed choice. Okay. Fair and enough. also, it may be the case that for a lot of players, like, okay, sure, this is a choice. What's their other choice, right? Like, what's the other option? I either sign this contract with the NFL or I do what, right? Like, what? how is that even a choice? Right. You know? Like, I don't know. Um, well, in theory, they studied hard in college. There you go. They have a career. So, in theory. Uh, PE teacher. <laughs> what happens? Right. What so, actually happens may be a different story. Right, exactly. So let's just say that's the choice. You're either a PE teacher or you, you play in the NFL. Is that really a choice? Like, you could you could psychologically analyze that and say, of course, they're going to do this, right? Like, it's not even a conversation to have. You eat, their whole entire family would say, no, you have to play for the NFL. But... I want to go back to what you said about, was it Ray Rice? Ray Rice, yes. Ray Rice, because one of Bill Simmons's 15 things is, we don't think your league cares about the welfare of women just because you threw pink jerseys and socks on your players for a couple of weeks. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, how do, how do we handle players who seem to have issues with domestic violence or just, you know, but poor choices in their personal so, life? I know how I would handle yeah, it. Yeah, how? Watch this. Yeah. One conviction. Yeah. You're out. Yeah, there you go. That's it. There you go. The thing is, people say, like, well, these standards are kind of arbitrary. Yeah. Here's a standard for you. Conviction equals out. Yeah. Um, They say, well, these people all have, you know, fancy lawyers. They can pay off the victim. Right. Yep. Yeah. But I, I can't think of a better system because if you don't use the legal system, then that means you have to either do nothing or... Conduct your own investigation without subpoena power, which seems very weak to me. And so then, what else do you have? It's, yeah. not, it's not the best. It's not foolproof. But I can't see any other alternative. Right. And especially because the NFL doesn't really have to do with anything except for follow their proceedings. Right. And so, that is that. I think... That even though sometimes the legal proceedings don't get things right, in my opinion, that everything else is arbitrary. Right. Right. I agree. So that's what I would do. I mean, I mean, obviously, that's not done because money is more important than yeah, that, that's part <laughs> all of, it, of yeah. that. So, yeah, we're, we're not dealing with any kind of morality here. It's just the money is law, right? Right. So, Except for sometimes they do try and legislate morality. Let's get to that point, yes. right? So when, when it doesn't cost them money, or they'll you, get involved with that kind of stuff. They're really interested in legislating morality when it does impede their money making. Aha. Uh-huh. So give me an example of that. Uh, Kaepernick won't stand for the national anthem. This Sponsors are bothered by this because yes. there's a backlash. Yes. And therefore, you have to get rid of Colin Kaepernick. Yes. So now yes. you're legislating morality yes. because it's hurting you. Yes. Right? But, you know, I don't know. Somebody beats up their girlfriend or wife right. one, one game and back to it. Right. 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 So inconsistent. <laughs> right. To me, this is very, it's completely like arbitrary. Right. Yeah. Roger doesn't have a spine. He's controlled by the owners. And then you get like arbitrary decisions. That seem very arbitrary, but probably have to do more with like, how does this affect that bottom line? Right. right? Or yeah. 
How much power does the owner have in the league? There you go. And there's another one. Some of the owners seem to get more stuff, basically. Or Yes, um, that's true. Like, Jerry Jones can just take... Dude, that guy. Any, any terrible, like, morally poor player. Yeah. And then... No problem. Like, right. As long as Jerry Jones, it's not a big deal. Right. Yes. But then he seems to be actually like invested in the in the um, national anthem issue. Right. right. He's a carnival barker. He will. He's yeah. invested in whatever will draw eyes to yeah. the Cowboys. He's very um, open about this. Yeah. Which actually, to his credit, is I run the Cowboys. Things are better for me when we have as much attention as possible, uh-huh. and therefore I will do things to make more attention. Right. I don't agree with this way of doing things, but I'll give him credit for at least being honest. Yeah, that's true. Right. And there, there's that reality show now about the cheerleaders. Do you know about this? Like, I don't know. No. There's a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader camp reality show yeah. now. This is this makes perfect sense to me, right? Because <laughs> ultimately it's more eyes on their brain. Yeah. It doesn't seem uh, dumb as much as it seem, seems kind of... Um, it's sleazy, but it's not, yeah, sleazy. It's not stupid. That's the yeah. word. There you go. There you go. Okay. So... There's a few more on here from Simmons that I wanted to mention. None of us understand, this is a quote, none Mm. of us understand what makes a completed catch versus what doesn't make a completed catch. I've been watching football for 42 years and I never know when it's actually a catch. Uh, Help us. So what is this? What's this about? Uh, They have a big debate, and this is really super football geeky, is the debate is, all right, so let's say, you play in the NFL and somebody throws you a pass, yeah. right? So the pass is not really like good, but you can dive and catch it. Okay. So you are able to get both of your hands under the ball. Okay. All right. But when you dive, obviously you leave your feet. That's true. So you're going to land on the ground. Sure. You may have both hands under the ball and you can squeeze it as tight as possible, but it may still move. Okay. Do you have a catch? Mm. Because if- It depends on if it moves out of your hands, right? Maybe. May- oh, but their big thing is control, right? Gotcha. So if I could still have all of the best grip on the ball I could have, right. and then because I can't, I don't, I, you know, I have to land on the ground. Uh, no matter how I hold it, if the point hits the ground, it's going to weeble wobble yeah, or something yeah, yeah. beyond my control. So it might look like you don't have control. And when, then, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, then yeah, yeah. when is control exactly? <laughs> I see. So these are the kind of things you face with, okay. a, with a cat. Okay. Um, and the rule has been back, you know, they again tried to clarify this in the offseason. Uh, the rule has been, you know, tried to be redefined. What is control? Uh, when a fumble actually occurs as opposed to incomplete pass, right? Because if you catch a pass and then somebody hits you real hard, you drop it, it's an incomplete pass. But what about if I take half a step? Right. Pass? Incomplete pass or fumble. I got nothing. Right. Yeah. So there are a lot of these kind of rules that are arbitrary that have not quite figured out, like, a plain, easy way to deal with. Okay. I think that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I would uh, I would say that's a good idea. I'm going to skip the next two. I don't know who Phil Sims is, so I'm skipping All that right. one. I do want to ask about this person, though. So rule or not rule. Sorry. Item number 14 uh-huh. in his list is about the Rooney Rule. Uh-huh. That's and Andy Rooney. We have to do hilarious commentary with thick eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I know who Andy Rooney is. Okay. Uh, um, actually, no. It is the family who owns the Steelers are called the Rooneys. And, oh, I know this. And They're Kate and um, Kate and Rooney Mara's relatives. But anyway, go yes, ahead. Yes, they're all related. The, yeah, yeah, the Mara's yeah. own the Giants and okay. the Rooney's own the Steelers. Gotcha. Um, and 
What's the Rooney rule? His rule was you have to hire him and you have to at least give a serious interview to a minority coach before you proceed in hiring. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. Hang on, timeout, rewind. Okay. So keep in mind, this is like a product of the 1980s affirmative action okay. genre. Okay. So the rule is if it is a minority coach applying, to, like someone who is a minority applying to be a coach. Mm, sort of. So let's just say this is, it usually applies to head coaches. Okay. So let's say you had a football team. Yep. The Diddy Bread Tacklers. That's right. And you wanted to f- hire a coach. Okay. Okay. So you couldn't just be like, all right, I'm going to hire whoever you want. Right. You're going to conduct a ser- you're going to have to conduct some interviews and one of them is going to have to be a qualified minority candidate. Oh, oh, I see. So you okay, sorry, I misheard what you said mm-hmm. before. So you have to include a minority yes. candidate when you are hiring a new coach. You have to include interviewing them. Interviewing them. You don't have to hire them necessarily. Right, 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 right. Okay, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right. that would be weird. Okay. So this is a rule it's basically to ensure that non-white candidates are at least considered. Or at least considered or interviewed. So Bill's take on that is that the Rooney rule is basically an inside joke between Goodell and the owners, as well as a possible plot for the sequel to get out, which makes me laugh a little bit now that I know what it is. So I wonder if Bill is saying this was supposed to be helpful, but it's not treated seriously. Yeah. Well, okay. the, well the move is, all right, you know, there are a limited number of people who are qualified to be NFL coaches. Okay. If my team's thinks... I know about halfway through the season, like yeah. when we're two and set two and six, right? And then the team looks like garbage. And I'm like, oh, we're gonna have to get rid of our coach, right? So I go like, oh, who's around, right? I look around, like, oh, that John Gruden, that guy won the Super Bowls, and we could start talking to him. So you get he, he used to work on the Monday Night Football booth, okay? Famous football coach, gotcha. Um, and so I go and send because he is not under contract anywhere. I can send my people to talk to him at any point, right? Right. So I send my people to talk to uh, John Gruden's agent, and I say, hey, man, this is not looking so hot. Like, what does it take to get you here? We work out a deal already because Gruden has a track record and you know what you're getting. Maybe you do a couple interviews. Right. And then, but you can't sort of do this until the end of the season or until you fire the first coach. And then while this is going on, you also say, like, oh, I'd like to talk to this uh, minority candidate. Well, you already know what's, you know, you want John Gruden. Right. It's not a secret. And then we've just wasted everybody's time, essentially. Right. And plus, I think it's very hard on the minority candidates, right? You know, the NFL interviews are notoriously, like, extensive. Okay. So they have to go through all this time and prep and get their hopes up. And, yeah. you know, this is really, like, a, a show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I just think it's terribly unfair to them. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I think Bill Simmons agrees with you. Yeah, I think um, Bill and I. Yeah. That's right. And so his last, number 15 is uh, something we've already talked about. He says concussions are way worse than everyone realizes. And for all we know, the NFL might be repeating the cigarette industry in the 1960s only with helmets and pads. Right. So saying, no, it's totally safe because, you know, the cigarette industry said we put we put filters right. on cigarettes. They're safe now. And I, so, yeah. Yeah. I think the fact of the matter is the NFL is not safe. Right. And if, if everybody has access to the best information available, right. then everything is fine. Sure. Because at some point, we have to allow adults to make decisions. I, I agree with that 100%. And, and I will have people who come back at me with, you know, well, there's there's concussions in a bunch of other sports. Of course there are. In fact, probably any, any sport where there's multiple players on a field or court of some kind, you're going to have 
concussion risks. But I actually did do some research on this, mm-hmm. looked at the numbers for mm-hmm. each sport. Women get concussions more than men in every sport. That's interesting. Apparently. They have thinner um, skulls? Maybe. Okay. I My theory on that, and of course this is hard to measure, but my theory on why women get them more is because women go harder. It's like they they are a little more driven to me. Like you watch a women's soccer game versus a men's soccer game, and it seems as if they're not wasting time rolling around on the ground pretending like they're hurt. They're like, nope, get up, let's go. I'm bleeding. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> more intensive. Right, 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 right. That that's a generalization, but okay. I think that's part of it. Anyway, so women get the more soccer things like uh, you know rugby, soccer, uh, field hockey was very high for some reason. Do you get hit with the sticks? Uh, maybe that would get definitely get concussion. Those things <laughs> yeah. are thick. Yeah. So those are the highest, right? Um, Football's up there. And then you go further down, you know, soccer, definitely. um, Basketball's pretty low, but they still have them, right? Um, But so that's my thing. You're right. Adults, they're making decisions. And you can mitigate some of the risk, right, when you do your practices and that kind of thing. Um, There's no telling what's going to happen in a game, right? right? So, But, yeah, I think absolutely there's there's risk with any contact sport, But, you know, part of the game is literally bodies slamming into each other, right? right? And so this is why I don't have as much of a beef with the NBA right now. Although we could do a whole other episode about things that are wrong with the NBA. We could do that about... But there's so much right. (laughs) I know. It's so good. There's so much right. I agree with that 100%. So let's let's summarize. Unless you have another one you want to add oh, about I got, the NFL. I got, I got more. No, Michael Blum is going to give us his list. All now. right, I got Go. more. Th- let me let me regale you. With, let me spin the listeners a yeah, yard yeah, here. Yeah. All right. Uh, two years ago, the Patriots, or three years ago, played this played the Falcons in the Super Bowl, and I was watching the game, and it occurred to me that I didn't care what happened at the end. <laughs> so, in the midst of the Patriots' dramatic comeback, where was I? Did he bread? Uh, where were you? You were in bed. I was sleeping on a chair. <laughs> I was close. Yes. I was close. So it's 7 p.m. or whatever time, the second half, yeah, 8.30, yeah. and I was asleep because yeah. it means li- nothing. Like Nothing. If the yeah. Falcons win or if the Patriots win, my life is literally not affected one bit. There you go. If you don't care who wins the Super Bowl, which I don't. Yep. Then nothing else matters. Who, right. Why do you care who makes the playoffs? There you go. Off-season signings, rule changes, none of that matters. <laughs> um, Fair point. Next point, weak storylines. Who cares if Tom Brady is better than Peyton Manning? The argument has been going on for the last 20 years. They do the same profiles of the same nine players yep. over and over again. Like, yeah, I got it. J.J. Watt is a good football player and a very charitable dude. Yep. Got it. Cool. Check. All right. <laughs> what else we got? Oh, Tom Brady's good at playing quarterback. And right. You know? Do you know he's married to a supermodel? I did know that. Oh, because I've only heard that story 98 times. Right, right, right. Also, he eats healthy. Scrape me up off the ground. A professional athlete eats healthy. He doesn't eat... Um, Inflammatory foods. Strawberries. Wow. Or he, tomatoes or something. Yeah, well, he's missing out. Strawberries are he delicious. He is. He is. So that is weak and redundant, and that stinks. And number four, and perhaps my most controversial and last point, um, the team that I grew up following, which I no longer follow, is the Washington Redskins. Okay. That, that name is racist. It's really racist. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this is very plain and simple. The owner, Dan Snyder, is a smarmy bigot and okay. completely unlikable okay. and refuses to do anything about this because there is profit to be made for him. Right. 
Yes. So what happens if they change the name? Is that his decision ultimately? Uh, I think it's his in concert with the league. With the league, okay. Yeah. What if uh, the league says, you got to change the name? I think he would be forced to, right? Right, but then like financially, what happens? Uh, they just make some new sh- shirts and stuff. Right. Do you think they lose fans over it? I mean, maybe a few, but I would also be more likely to root for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they were the Washington... Sure, they might gain some fans. If they were the Washington Dragons or there something. There you go. Dragons, that would be awesome. Uh, probably not, but... That might offend somebody. <coughs> but Who knows? I, I would much be much more likely. Uh, sure. You know, it's... If this and this is again with the arbitrariness is Kaepernick protests for social justice. Yeah, we can't have that. No bigoted name, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Let's right. do it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and these are my my main complaints with the NFL. Okay, those are those are fair. Yes. So we have a, we have a lot stacked up against the NFL here. Yes. Man. I was going to summarize my list, but we need to add yours now. So like I we, got my list. We've talked about, and I've kind of merged some of yours okay. in this list. So we're, we're we're talking about poorly run and there being kind of a power imbalance. Yes. Right. True. We talked about inconsistent slash arbitrary rules and procedures for dealing with players and you know their personal lives. Yes. Okay. We talked about the danger. In being a, an NFL mm-hmm. player, and them not really giving a crap about that, right? Yes. Okay. We talked about uh, the redundancy. You just mentioned kind of boring story or yeah, uninteresting mm-hmm. uh, storylines. Not really having a reason to latch on and stick mm-hmm. with a team or watch a bunch of games, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't care about the outcome at the end. Right. You continue the list. Uh, uh, most of those are the same. The only thing I had was the play is bad. Too many penalties, too much stoppages. Ah, uh, there you go. There we go. So I think we've, so we've covered it. choppy there. watching those games. That's right. So we're, we're coming into the season now. In fact, preseason games are going on right now. What do you think it's going to look like for you this year with football? So Will you watch zero games? Will you watch one game? Here's what we'll do. Yeah. Do you know who the world's best fantasy football player is? <laughs> Who's that? Lauren Blum. Really? She, she is awesome Dude, at it. Dude, that's a hot take right there. No, that's the truth. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. There's no, there's no take. That's there's just, no take. That's just fact. That's true. Okay. All she does is win fantasy leagues. Okay, all right. She really enjoys it. Okay. So it'll be on. It'll be on. I will not put it on. Right. But, but it, if, it'll she, be on. if she wants to watch, then we'll do that. Okay. What I won't be doing is treating it as anything more than background noise. Ah. So I'll be doing something else. Okay. And the other thing I won't be doing, which I used to do in the past, was schedule my days around the NFL. Aha. So I'd be like, well, I can't do that. You know, the Giants play the Redskins yeah. at four. Yeah. Now I can do that and uh, whatever. Okay. Fair right. enough. So that, that is what I'll be doing. Also, I'm out of all my fantasy football leagues. I don't care anymore. Um, and that is how I'll be treated. How long did you do fantasy football? What year is this? 15, 15 years. Oh, wow. Um, we That's start. Do, we start doing college. Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Okay. Um, I'm dedicate my energy to college football. Yeah. This this uh, season. Yep. Okay. Very cool. Yep. And there's there's less to complain about with college football. No, but no, there are still some things. There's lots of things to complain yeah, yeah, about yeah, college yeah. football. We, we'll do another one about college football. Very cool. Yeah, Jerry and I have to twiddle our thumbs until late October for the uh, NBA season. And then I think we're going to get, um, what is it, YouTube TV mm-hmm. offers some sort of NBA deal. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so we might do that because we have no cable. And we were going to bars to watch NBA games, which is great. The problem is, you know, uh, Golden State – being on the East Coast, yeah, they, yeah, sometimes they don't start their games until 9 p.m. Right, so it's like school night right. and we're <laughs> at midnight in a bar. Right, yeah. right. 
Um, as much as I want to be that person, uh, I can't. I can't do it anymore. I'm getting too old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I probably will not be watching any football by choice. But, yeah, if it's on, like, I'm not going to be the person starting to um, stand on a soapbox while everybody's no. trying to watch football. No. God, what a tool yeah. I would be if yes. I did that. Certainly and, and I think I want to end with that point. I begrudge no one no. their happiness in watching football. Like, I have these feelings about it, but I recognize that these are opinions, and um, and I have no problem if there are folks that want to vehemently defend their practice of being way into the NFL. And I think, you know, it's just one of those things you have to recognize that there are things going on that we should not ignore, right? Right. But doesn't mean that you have to turn off the TV when there's a football game on. Right. And I think that is a, a good summation of our position. As always, thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Twitter at splain underscore yourself. And don't be a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs>